Welcome to Panel Surfing, our podcast where each week we aim to introduce to one another, and to you the listener, a comic we read growing up. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon Wallace. And I'm Barry Wallace. Hi, Barry Wallace. How are you doing, Brandon? I can't complain, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm here, I'm making it. I'm alive. Well, that's good. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, I was looking something up on the internet. How dare you? I know. We just started the podcast. I know. We may as well just end it now. Uh, might as well. I mean, yeah. Well, it's yep. gonna be, it's... thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, how have you been? How have you been? I am still sick, and that's it's getting on my nerves. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm going to have to bite the bullet and go to the doctor. Because <laughs> I cannot what... get rid of this cough. <laughs> that's not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> what do you think I was going to say? You're just like. I might as well bite the bullet. I'm like, oh, no, I don't think you should do that just because you're sick, man. I don't know. Yeah, well, not yet. I, you know, it's... Yeah, it's not, no, <clears throat> not yet. Um, so before we get into anything, some sad news today. Mm. Did you hear? It uh, depends on what you're talking about. Uh, John Ramita Sr. passed away today. Mm. Mm. Yes. Yes. Some some sad news. I don't know what the other sad news is that you might be referring to, but uh, there was that. That was it. That was. Yeah. Yeah. John Romita Senior passed away today at the age of. I mean, 80th. Treat, uh, Our, Treat Williams died yesterday. So Treat Williams did die yesterday. Was John Romita? He was eighty three, or was he ninety three? I think that I don't even know. I think he to be was. Honest with you, I believe he was. I believe he was eighty three. Uh, let's see. So he was drawing for Marvel back in the sixties. Yeah, but he might have been real young. Oh, I'm sure he was. I mean, I'm sure he was. Let's I mean, that would John have been a senior. That would have been sixty years ago. Yeah, ninety three. Ninety three. Okay. You know, you hit ninety three. That's uh, you know what? That's that's a pretty good run. Yeah, you know, you may as well just give up. Just give it up. Just keel over. No, no ninety three no. years old. No, I mean, the man is a legend. Um, he will always, you know, he is, you know, like I said, I. His son is probably is my favorite artist, um, but nah, John. Not Ramita, when you not when you talk to his son, apparently. <laughs> when you I t- did tell him that he was my favorite artist. Yeah, you're like you're my favorite. Oh, of course, except for your dad. Except for your dad, you know. <laughs> well, he said his dad was his favorite, and I said, well, yeah, your dad's fantastic. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so John Romita Senior, a legend, um, in the comics industry in general, has passed away today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ninety three years old. He is sort of the. For a lot of people, his his depiction of Spider Man is sort of the definitive. He is the definitive for for for, for a decade and a half, or or you know probably you know or fifteen years or so of, of Marvel history, which is a long time in comic books. Right. That what his his depiction of Spider Man was what you know uh, carried on yeah. from the late sixties to the early eighties. Yeah, um, co creator of Mary Jane as well. Um, he had a large part as far as that's concerned. Mm-hmm. He's the first one to draw her face. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's just that's some sad news to start off the podcast. Uh, would, you know, by the time this comes out, it'll have been a, a week since he passed. Yeah. Um, but you know, either way, sad to hear it happen, but it does happen, unfortunately. You know, death is a part of life, and that's um, as soon as you all everybody realizes that, you'll you'll be much better for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it you, know, it's the one thing that nobody can avoid. Um, unless you can figure out how to get to Neverland. Um, and then you just have to worry about a pirate and an alligator trying to, you know, crocodile or whatever, um, trying to get you all the time. So. No, didn't um, didn't Dante Bosco's character still get killed in Hook? He still, um, he still died? I think so. <laughs> he got shot. That's what I said. I mean, you still have, you still have people trying to kill you, um, but you're just not going to die of old age. Yeah, I was like, he, he died. You have, to wa- you have to watch out for Dustin Hoffman. Um, <laughs> that's a general rule in life. Yeah, exactly. Watch, watch out for <laughs> Don't Dustin cross Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. <laughs> um, some other things happening. Did you hear about uh, uh Tino Huerta, Tinoch Huerta, Na- Namor? Uh, no. What about him? Uh, he was uh, he's been accused of a sexual assault. Nice, nice. Um. You know? At this point, it doesn't surprise me when any of them do it, you know, or or any. And again, right now it's an accusation, so it's right. Yeah, no, play it by ear. But um, 
it, it, at this point, none of them surprise me anymore. Right. It, it would surprise me if it was Chris Evans, you know, or, you know, somebody like that. That would, that would surprise me. Although it probably wouldn't shock me. I'm like, oh, okay, well, Chris Evans is not who we thought he is. Yeah. Well, he is everybody. Don't, don't, don't think that Chris Evans he is, is exactly Captain America. He is. He's Captain America. He's the, he's the greatest person on the planet. Yeah. Um, that, that's some other, uh, that's, that's some other news, I guess. Yeah. I know. Um, Oh, Flash comes out this week. Does, um, that's that's exciting. Is it? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so <laughs> you're not you're you're not uh, chronically online uh, like myself. So you likely haven't seen or even heard about this yet. But I, so I won't spoil anything. Just in case you might get around to seeing it. Yeah. Um, and just for anyone who's listening who hasn't seen it yet, but there's a. There's some leaks that have come out mm. um, sp- specifically revolving around some multiverse stuff, some character, okay. some characters, some cameos that might uh, show up in this movie. Um, and I mean, it's just someone who was recording in the theater. There's no way of denying it and saying like, oh, this is definitely fake. Uh, boy, howdy, are they bad? Boy, just <laughs> holy crap. They look terrible. Well, some of the worst and I would even go so far as to say disrespectful shit I've ever seen. Um, to we'll uh, find. Like I said, I, I probably will watch it when it comes to to Max. Uh-huh. Um, um, I think this week I'm. If I have time, I might. I'm probably going to go see the new Transformers movie at some point. Mm-hmm. That um, looks good. It does look okay. Mm-hmm. Um, for a Transformers movie. <clears throat> um, but the Flash one, I. I'm probably maybe if I get bored. Maybe if I get really bored. I'm, at this point, I'm just I'm so curious to see what it is that I'm I'm probably going to see it. I'll probably see it this weekend yeah. um, if I get a chance. But man, yeah. So again, I'm not going to spoil what it is, but I can confirm that it is it is real, and it is a, a character, maybe even two or three characters um, that are. Poorly rendered CG. Is it fire and ice? No, that would be cool. Oh, that would be cool. No, they're just they're poorly rendered CG models with digital face replacements of actors who are not living. Hmm. Um. At least, at least one of them. Okay. Uh. And it is it. Is there a reason this movie? I, look, I'm not gonna say who it is, but I can t- I can tell you it does not look good. Okay. Um, it, it looks really bad. And if you, especially in motion, it's not the worst thing in the world. It it looks like a video game, which is crazy, yeah. crazy to, for a multi-million dollar movie. Hundreds yeah. well, of million, hundreds yeah, of millions. Was it 200 million or something like that was the budget? I would be, so, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like 400 million considering how long it's been in development. Yeah. Uh, yeah who knows? But I don't know. Like I said, I, I, I have no idea. Yeah, I'm just... I'm, if, if I get bored, maybe next week I'll go see it. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm just... I'm I'm so intrigued by it that I just... I'm, I'm being drawn to this film. Mm. Whether I'm going... I don't think I'm going to enjoy it. The most... The general consensus, though, however, other than this part that everyone's complaining about, is that it is not a good movie, necessarily, but it is fun. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, that's what the kind of the only. Thing I mean, I've well, people people at W at Warner Brothers and and Tom Cruise for some reason are saying it's the best movie ever made. Oh, Tom Cruise is saying that. Yeah, he he sure right. he sure did. He he came out and made a statement and said it's one of the best movies I've ever seen, and this is why Andy Machete and so on and so forth are fantastic directors. And I'm sure Andy Machete is a fantastic director. Is Andy Machete is he a Scientologist? <laughs> I don't think so, but maybe. I mean, <laughs> that would that that would be like, oh, okay, that's why Tom Cruise is. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I think it's probably because t- t- does uh, are the Mission Impossible movies through Warner Brothers? Are I, they? I don't think so. Maybe, maybe I don't not. know. I thought they were Universal or something. I don't know. They they might be. I mean, who knows? Tom Tom Cruise does weird stuff sometimes. <laughs> no, not Tom Cruise. I uh, yes, Tom Cruise. Um, but so that's that's something. And the only other, th- just because this is something I like to do when I host, is talk about uh, random shit that I find interesting. Um, Fantastic Four. Remember a couple weeks ago, I mentioned that they talked about potential people who were being cast. 
mm-hmm. like Adam Driver, Margot Robbie. Hold on, hold on. So the the Mission Impossible movies are bad robot production, Skydance, blah blah blah. Gotcha. Um, I don't know who puts them out. Gotcha. So bad robot is J.J. Abrams. J.J. Yeah. Yep. Which I guess makes sense. He put out. He did the third movie. I, I believe he directed the third one. Sure. Yes, <clears throat> sure. Um, but remember when I was, we were talking about uh, Fantastic Four casting? Yes. And, uh, you know, uh, Adam Driver, Margot Robbie, maybe Mila Kunis, and some mm-hmm. guy whose name I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And they were supposedly all in the running, but uh, recently <laughs> some someone uh, on the inside has come out, you know, supposedly, and said, mm-hmm. and said that they are going to try and cast lesser-known actors because... Those actors are too expensive right now. That is true. Plus, Margot Robbie. I mean, she she can't do. I mean, she can. No, I mean she she can't do Harley Quinn and Sue Storm. I mean, it's. I mean, she can. Can, but I, maybe doesn't I want time, to. I would have a hard time buying her as Sue Storm. Yeah, that I would agree. I mean, I think Margot Robbie's. <laughs> very great actress um, oh, yeah. based like on everything that I've yeah, seen. I, do. I just, I just don't think she's, especially after watching her do, um, well, we got to see how she does. In Bar- we got to see how she does in Barbie. Maybe, you know, maybe she'll pull that well, off. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I know Steph and I are going to go see that. Yeah. I, I do want to see that. Barbie looks mm-hmm. really fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's just something that's running around that, you know, Adam driver was in. Now maybe Adam driver's out. Get out of here. Adam driver. Get out. <laughs> Um, and that's all the interesting things that I've, uh, seen in comic book related news. Have you watched, mm. have you watched anything fun recently? Father? I did. I watched, um, Injustice, the, uh, the 2021 cartoon movie. And you, you're, that's fun. It's not bad. I, you know, I thought I, th- I found it interesting. Um, I think, did kill- you, have you seen it? I have. I think killing off the flash in the first three minutes was weird because oh, he played kill off everybody. I mean, it's... yeah, but he played such a big part in the comic well, and I the game. So. A lot of them. I mean, they, the, the, these, these DC animated films do not follow the comics no. I mean, <clears throat> at all. No. So this one, you know, like I said, I enjoyed it. I thought, I thought it was, I thought it was interesting. I, I thought at the end, the, the end resolution was kind of lame, mm-hmm. but, um, it's like, oh, oh, I realize I've been doing bad stuff, and I'm a bad I'm guy. Let you put me in jail. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna let you put me in jail, and I'm not gonna try to break out ever. Yeah, nope. That's not how the that's not how the comics or the the game went. They uh they beat the shit out of him and then locked him up, and he's like, I'll get out and I'll kill you. <laughs> and they yeah. were and they were like, No, you won't until the next game when I think they yeah he's, they, he's out. Well, I think they let him out in the next game because Brainiac shows up, and they're like, Well, shit. <laughs> We, we need <laughs> we need Superman. Yeah, no, I thought, I thought the I thought the the cartoon movie was was, was interesting. I enjoyed watching it. I I will say because it's a quick uh, what is it an hour and twenty minutes or something. Yeah, like it's that. it's real short. But and so the last fifteen minutes, I was kind of just like looking at my watching, you know, or checking my watch a lot. I was like, like hey, uh-huh. come on, I'm like okay, yep. I get All it. Right, come he's, on, he's yeah. fighting himself now. Okay, I get it. Exactly, he's fighting Superman from a different world. I get it. Okay. Yep. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh look, Lois is back. Okay, that that. Wow. Yeah. And that's the resolution. Okay. <laughs> so like I said, I liked it. I just, but again, a lot of those things, the um resolution is, um. Is uh is is not Rushed. very good. Yeah, you, you say the same thing about a lot of comic book series. I mean, when they do these big events, a lot of time the resolution at the end is just. I mean, it's it's you don't even see it. the last two pages. Like, oh, wrap it up. It's real, done. Like, real what, what Deus Ex Machina. Yeah. Type like, situation. Yeah. Um. Well, hey, I'm. It's cool that you watched that. It, it's definitely not the worst one. No. Um, but no, by in, by any means, but. Amanda and I, right before we were uh, recording, we're talking about the um, Judas Contract. Mm. Not <laughs> the, the cartoon. Yeah. Okay. So, it's talk about so one good. that doesn't really follow the comic book series. Sure, but like, but it follows it loosely follows it, but very loosely follows it. But I think, I think the Judas Contract does something very interesting because it's still it is still following the story. It's just yeah, it it's is. just putting it in this particular universe that it's set up yeah it's different it's a few different characters not many but I mean, is it yeah who's is it different no it may not be is um cyborg's not in it is he 
No, no Cyborg's uh, no. Blue Beetle. I mean, Jaime isn't, yeah. Yeah. So Cyborg's <clears> in <throat> it. Um, and it's, I was going to say, oh, and it's Nightwing instead of Robin. I was like, well, they're both there. <laughs> yeah. It, it um, I, <clears throat> we talked, we talked about that movie. We both really liked that one. So that one's, that one's very I'm good. I'm not going to relitigate that one. I, I mean, I maintain that that's probably our best episode of the podcast. Mm, okay. I think, I, I don't th- know. Today's th- was pretty decent. You think, you think today's was good? I thought it was okay. Oh, the one that we put out today. Flash one two, yeah, Flash one twenty. Okay, yeah, that that one was pretty good. I thought you were talking about the one we're recording right now. I'm like, no, yeah, this is the best one we've done. This is the best one we've I ever done. I can see the future. <laughs> this is what's going to propel us into stardom. This is this is going to make us superstars. We're, we're going to be invited to Comic Con every year for the rest of every our lives off the back year. of this podcast. This one, con- people are going to be like, did you listen to them do Tangled Web number four? Yeah. Um, and, 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 uh, you know, everybody, Kevin Feige is going to be like, yeah, yeah, that's ob- why we're making that a movie now. Yeah, obviously. And that's, yeah, exactly. We're making this into a movie. This, we're making uh, this, we're making this one comic into a four part, four part series. I was like, this one comic would make for a very interesting episode of TV. It would, it would, uh, I, you know, it would, it would, it, it's it would very make for, much, it, it's a drama. It is a drama. It's it's very much. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't even know the word. I can't even think, think a, of the word. It's right a day. Now. It's a bottle episode. It's a day in the life of a person affected by Spider Man, as opposed to a story about Spider Man. That is yes. That's the more or less the crux of the Spider Man's Tangled Web series. Mm-hmm. It's about the people mm-hmm. whose lives are affected by Spider Man's mere existence, whether that be criminals, uh, his friends, his family, or uh, the police. Um, and they're, they're not all good. They're, they're not all good by any means, but I do think that there's a lot of really great stories, um, within Tangled Web as a series, uh, well, which, which is why I picked. I've seen what you put on the schedule, so we're going to find out. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> so why don't we go ahead and, uh, I'll just go ahead and say that, yes, for the next couple of weeks, you and I are going to be trading on and off episodes, yep. uh, here and there, and, you know, it may change as to who does what week, what who does an episode which week. Um, but yeah, my choices for the next couple of weeks are random issues from Spider-Man's Tangled Web, which I believe is a 2002 comic series. Okay. Um, and yeah, again, it is just the stories about people who live in the world where Spider-Man exists. And uh, again, some oh, just found out, just found out some interesting news. Oh, please share. We're going to get our new car tomorrow. Woo. <laughs> new car. <laughs> yeah. About time you only bought it a month ago. I know we ordered it. Uh, I think we ordered it like six weeks ago. Oh my gosh! I know. When I bought a new car, I just drove it off the lot. That day. you know they don't have them on the lot anymore. It's ridiculous, crazy, absolute insanity. Uh, what'd you guys get? Uh, an Accord. Nice. <clears throat> a hybrid. A hybrid. Yeah. Very nice. Well, I'm glad to hear it. Everybody, uh, go ahead and put a. Um, you know, put nice comments in our emails and on Instagram. Yep. Tell uh, us how you, how you are jealous of me of us having an Accord hybrid. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you are a Ted that's, Cord. I mean, that's, yeah, that's yeah, a Ted Cord. That's. Um, I mean, I know you're jealous uh, because that's just uh, you know because we're better than everybody else. Um, we <laughs> have an Accord. Tri- I mean, driving you know? a Honda. <laughs> yeah, we're driving a Honda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Well, very nice. Uh, well, do we want to go ahead and do you have anything else that you want to talk about, or do we want to go ahead and get into this issue? Um, we are, I think, good. Hold on, mm-hmm. hold on. I'm, I got to sign this document. Of course, I got to e-sign. All right, Steph, it is done. You probably know that by the time you're listening to this, because you will be driving the car by then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you will probably be driving the car while you're listening to this, and you know, I just want you to know, I did sign the document. I signed the document. That uh, helped you be where you are right now. I didn't, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Brandon did not help. I did not help at all. Uh, moral support. I mean, he was very, you know, he was very supportive of of, of me signing the document on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and as with all of our millions of fans, they were very, they were on the edge of their seats. Yeah, I mean, just if I would sign it, will he sign? Tune in next time to find <laughs> out. Tune in next week, same panel surfing channel. I was gonna say, I was gonna say on panel surfing Z. will he sign will goku Uh, (laughs) i don't know if goku will but barry did will barry sign tune in next week on dragon ball z 
Uh, <laughs> or after you've signed, are you are we ready to discuss this? I think Comment. so. I think we can go ahead and just you know get into it now. All right, sounds good. So uh, today, like I like we've said multiple times now, we're discussing Spider-Man's Tangled Web issue number four, titled Severance Package, uh, written by Greg Rucka with art by Eduardo Rizzo or Rizzo, mm-hmm. maybe. Yep. Yep. And this is a pretty short one. This one it it feel, reads really fast. It reads super fast. I I <clears throat> I loved this story. This is the one that I read and I was like. This is great. If if we only talk about one story from this run, it's going to be this one. Yeah, yeah, I, it's I, um, it, it's great. Yeah, I thought I thought I, th- I thought it was really good. Um, mm-hmm. I I really good. It, it's <clears throat> it has nothing real, very little to do with Spider Man. I think you see Spider Man in the background of one panel. Yeah, you you see him in the background of one panel. His name is briefly halfway mentioned once or twice. Um. But this whole story happens because of something that Spider-Man does. Uh, yes, kind of. I mean, everything that happens in the story is a consequence of something from happening. Yes, it is a consequence of something that Spider-Man did that this happens to this character. Uh, The main character of this is Tom Cochran. uh, And we learn that he works for um, the big man, the kingpin, Wilson Fisk. Wilson Fisk. Um, we don't learn exactly what he does. It's a little ambiguous. He's a money guy. It sounds like uh, some sort of embezzlement. We. I mean, I think I don't. Yeah, I don't. I think he's more. He's more of like a plans type of guy. He's he's certainly a, a something. He and he is. Um, he's well equipped as well. He's uh, he's just as capable as anybody of uh, taking somebody out. Mm-hmm. As as we as we do see in this, but uh, the story begins and he's at home uh, when they. Uh, when the phone rings and his wife answers, uh, it is from Brian, who is somebody else that we we never see. Yeah, we do not get to know Brian. We do not get to know Brian. We do not get to know what Brian, uh, what happens to Brian. Um, yeah, or what Brian thinks about, uh, uh, you know, Cheerios, um, what, what his favorite uh, meat is. Um, I would say it's probably chorizo, knowing Brian's. Yeah, um, well, every Brian but I we don't, know that's loves not chorizo. Confirmed. That's, yeah, that's not confirmed. Um, so it's just an assumption based on the name Brian. Right. Uh, but Brian calls and says, hey, uh, turn on the TV, turn it over to this channel. Uh, and Tom does, and he's learning about, uh, there was a couple of arrests that were made in the Bronx about an hour ago. A spokesperson from the police oh, uh, put in the, it's basically millions of dollars in, in, in weapons. In weapons, yeah. Uh, millions of dollars. Yeah, millions of dollars in weapons were seized. Uh, and in the background on the TV, you can see Spider-Man. 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 Yeah. Spider-Man has, has busted this. Well, it doesn't even say this. It says when asked about the arrest, the police cited a concerned citizen. Right. And yeah, then they the, see Spider-Man. The, and the, you see the, you know, and the, the, the reporter says one that our cameras captured just moments after the arrest. And then Spider-Man sticking to the side of a wall because that's what he likes to do. <laughs> that's what he does. He's, he likes he's, to just hang out on the sides of a wall like, hey, guys, it's me, Spider-Man. It's me, Spider-Man. And he's in. <laughs> look. He's. Uh, look, I can do this. <laughs> look at me, guys. Look at me hanging out outside of walls. Um, and he's in silhouette. That's something that this comic, I think, does really well. Um, it uses shadows, silhouettes. Uh, it really uses black to its advantage. Uh, I think it really sets the, the mood for the whole comic. Um, again, that would be Eduardo Rizzo uh, is the artist. He's mm-hmm. There's no inker credited, so I'm I'm thinking he's also doing his own inks. Um, and I, I, really, I really like this art style. It's... Reminds me a little bit of Frank Miller, a little bit of uh, someone like uh, 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 Cully Hamner. That's his name. He's the... It's very. It's here's the thing. It's very simple, but it's very. It gets the message across. Mm-hmm. Um, very. I mean, very, very well. I don't know if that's the pencils, the ink, or I guess it's both of them. The pencils, the ink are working together. Um, but it, it, I mean, it's it works fantastic. I mean, it. it, it yeah, like I said, I, I would say the, the the art is. There's nothing spectacular about the art it's you know but it certainly gets the 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 message across what they're trying to you know oh yeah it just it portrays the emotion of the scene pretty well exactly it really it really sets the tone um yeah. you know tom after getting off the phone with brian is he's looking a little dejected uh his wife seems to have an idea of what's going to happen shelly shelly yes and she's basically saying like it's not your fault you know you you had nothing to do with this and he's he, he's saying like no this is it's going to happen, you know. I I, I screwed up. What, a, mis- I, a mistake yeah. was made. 
It was, but they they definitely sex up Shelly. Oh well, you know she's she's a hot trophy wife. She is indeed. Uh, for this this guy who is uh, I mean he's clearly doing well for himself working for the kingpin. He's been working for the kingpin for he says for twenty years or she says for twenty years. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got millions of dollars. You know he's got offshore bank accounts. He he says that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know he you know he basically says you know hey we got. You had about $10 million. We're, we're good to go. Right. You're good to go. You're good to go. Yeah. So he, he is aware that when you work for the Kingpin and you screw and up. You, and you screw up. You make a mistake. There's only one thing that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And he's accepted that. And that's part of the that's part of the charm of this issue that I really like is that this character is a criminal. You know, he's a criminal. Yeah, he is. He is a, he's a criminal. <laughs> he, he's a criminal. But he really, he really accepts his fate with sort of a resigned dignity to it. He's, he's well, like, he's I like, this is, go, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. No, I, he, no, he, he has no choice. He could try to run. Yeah, but they'll find him. But, or he, or he could f- try to fight, but he knows that if he does the, any of the, either of those two things, his family, two kids and his wife are going to be taken out. Mm-hmm, exactly. That's why he, that he's, he, he is okay with sacrificing himself, um, or giving in, you know, taking responsibility quote unquote for his actions because it's going to save his his wife and kids he knows that kingpin while kingpin is a bad guy he's also honor bound yeah Yeah. so he's a man of his um, word he's a man of his word he knows like hey if you do right by me i'm gonna do right by you yeah um this is this is our agreement from the very beginning yeah and uh you know right on time kingpin calls we don't hear the conversation we only hear uh, Tom's side of it. It's a lot of uh, just nodding, yesing, and he goes, "Yes, sir. Thank you." And to Shelley, he says, "He's sending Richie with a car. He'll be here in about an hour. I'm going to shower." Yeah. Um, we see that he takes a shower. When he gets out the shower, Shelley is of course angry. She wants him to run. Well, she wants I him like to fight. I like the whole bathroom scene. So he he takes a shower. He brushes his teeth. He sh- he shaves. He gets you know gets com- he gets all ready. Puts on an Armani suit. Oh yeah. Um. You know he this it's he's he's he's, he's going, going out in style and dignity. Yeah. yeah. He's em- he's, go- he's yeah. embracing it. Yeah. He's definitely going out. You know. He and he's like okay. This is what I've got to do. I'm gonna you know I'm, I'm gonna live up to the. This is the role that I've always been. I'm not gonna change who I am in these last few few minutes of my life or last hour of my life. Mm-hmm. Um. And um. I love yeah, he, I, I love his last request to Shelly as well. And she's like, is there, uh, he's going to kill you, Tom. You know that. He's like, is it, uh, how can you even say that? And he's like, yeah, he is. Could you make me a cup of coffee, please? Yeah, before I go. <laughs> yeah. And Which, then while she does that, he goes and sees his two kids, his two sons sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, she says something you know. about a baby earlier. We don't see baby i guess she just means the youngest child yeah i said the youngest one looks like he might be like three or it's four hard to say in the, maybe maybe even a toddler mm-hmm. you know it, it's it's hard to say yeah but yeah he goes and uh sees his his two children at least the the two that we know about yeah um no, he, and he probably <laughs> has a bunch of them because he he's a gangster he probably does <laughs> he's living you know gangster's paradise um on page 10 uh, on Marvel Unlimited, he goes downstairs. She's already made him a cup of coffee. Um, I really like the fake out here. You see a knife being pulled off the knife rack, yeah. and a shadow on his back of her of Shelly, his hand holding the knife, coming up behind him before she just sets the knife in front of him, telling him, you know, take it. Essentially, telling him, take it, kill the kingpin, run. And he yeah. re- and he refuses. He says, like, no, that's that's not how this works. It's not how this works. It's not going. There's nowhere to run when you're talking to the kingpin. And he says, "You know, you don't think I'd already thought about that?" And you know, of course, she's angry. Yeah, and she's like, "Go to the police. Go, you know, run, do whatever, you know." Yeah, and you know, he's like, "No, he said, I yeah. can't." We bo- we both knew that could end this way. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, they share a kiss as the doorbell or the doorbell rings. He knows he's got to go. They share a kiss, and I, I love this line from him as he's leaving. He says, "I loved you with all my heart, Shell. Never forget that." As he's leaving, yep. it's yep, it's wonderful. It is wonderful, and she's about to get ten million dollars too. So I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, you're 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 set, Shelley. You're a trophy wife. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, they got two kids together. Not just a trophy wife, I guess. Well, I mean, it's not like just a trophy not wife has not, never gotten pregnant. I mean, sure, but like not just an arm piece. No, but she, I mean, she's getting ten million dollars, right? I mean, we don't know. Maybe she, maybe she's a very successful businesswoman. 
Maybe we that's ne- true. I don't know. We never you know? we never learned the I life mean, of Shelly. Maybe she has a nice bodega downtown. Maybe um, who knows? We uh, never we never learned the life of Shelly. Um, and uh, that's a shame. I mean, uh, who wrote this again? Uh, Greg Rucka. Greg Rucka is a failure. Ter- I don't know anything about I don't know anything about Shelly. Terrible writer. I really think we should have dug deeper I, yeah. into Greg Rucka's life. Yeah, probably. Or not probably not, just... not Greg Rucka's life. Shelly's life. Well, both. Yeah, I want to know Greg Rucka's life. Why doesn't Greg Rucka like writing strong women? That's really (laughs) what I want to know. What do you have against women, Greg Rucka? Answer me! Answer us! Answer the question! Uh, But but Richie's at the door. Uh, He's escorting Tom to the car. Um, We learn that Richie is only 18. Mm -hmm. Richie's a a young man. He's a driver. Um... (laughs) And he says, so, so, yeah, t- he, Tom, Tom, Tom asked him a question. So did you get that China think town thing fixed? And he says, uh, no, it didn't work out. But Mr. Fix, Mr. Fisk said, I deserve a second chance because I'm so young. I'll learn. Right. And uh, he says, how old are you? And he says, I'm 18, Mr. Mr. Cochran. And he says, I remember 18. I thought I was invincible. Yeah. And he says, Hey, I'm invincible. I'm going to live forever. We're not going to read every panel. We've done that before everybody. That's short. Sure. Well, I mean, we probably could for this and it would still be pretty quick. It's, yeah. It's going to um, be pretty quick. Cause it's very, um, very short on words. Um, but, but I just, I love this line. Cause he, here's the thing. You're right. It is very short on words, but the words they use, they're poignant, the right words. They, 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 I mean, it just, it pushes everything through so well. I mean, you, you understand, I mean, this, this page has got, 30 words on it maybe yeah maybe i don't even think it's 30 and you can but the words plus the images that you see him driving through town 18 words um, is it 18 okay so it i mean you get a complete story even this this page is a complete story by itself you know, if if you didn't have anything else, you would get a complete story from this page from 18 words and one, two, three, four panels. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. I mean, it really is. Yeah, I, I love it. It's and great writing. It's great storytelling. Um, and I, you know, like I said, I, I really enjoyed this one just for, for that alone. I mean, that just the the each page can be a story all on its own. Absolutely. Um, I also, you know, I know we say we're not going to read every panel, but I do love Tom's <laughs> retort. Uh, to Richie saying that he is invisible he's, or invincible. He says, sure, Richie, you and Mr. Fisk both. Yep. Um, so on the next page, Tom kills Richie. <laughs> and again, this is, so this is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight panels, uh, even less words. But again, another complete story, mm-hmm. um, especially considering this page is building on the last page. Mr. Fisk, you know, does not, ex- does not tolerate failure. Um, well, here's the thing. I think it's a it's a bit of a, a red herring, right? Because you think, oh, it's definitely red herring. This yes, this, it seems you like that, you're it's Tom stealing the gun, taking someone out, and he's going to go up there and take care of yeah. Mister Fisk. But what it is 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 Tom doing his last. He's doing his job. His last job for Mister Fisk. Richie failed. Mm-hmm. That's why he was sent to pick up Tom. And, Tom and not Brian, is, right? Is, is, and not Brian. Yeah, Brian. Brian. Brian's don't fail. We know that they they eat chorizo and they never fail. <laughs> no, no Brian um, I've ever known has failed. <laughs> nope, never, never one. Um, so so he's they send Richie because they know that Tom his last duty to duty his last duty to uh, um, Mr. Mr. Fisk. Fisk is to kill Richie for his failure in Chinatown, mm-hmm. and he does that. But you don't know that when you see, read this page. You think, like I said. Or like you said, uh, he is he is stealing the killing Richie, stealing the gun, so he can go um, defend himself against Mister Fisk. Um, except it's fantastic, and it's again this one is probably what fifteen words, maybe easily something like that. And hell, the next page has no words on it. It's, no words. It's Tom putting the gun, tucking the gun in into his belt, walking into the facility and taking the elevator up. Yep. It's short. It's sweet. It's simple. Takes the elevator all the way up to the penthouse suite. I tell you what, I love the on on what pan, what page is this in the uh nine, the next the, the next page when he's riding the elevator. Oh yeah, the use off, the use of the panels. Shrink. Yeah, the use of the panels. So each panel it starts off really small, and and as he rises per floor, the the picture gets bigger. Yeah, um, I thought that's fantastic. And then it dings on 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 um P eleven or whatever. 
Uh, PH, penthouse. Penthouse, okay. Yeah, okay, well, there it is. Yeah, that makes that makes more sense. That <laughs> certainly does, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, lovely, uh, extremely tall <laughs> ceiling here at this penthouse. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, then again, maybe it's not. Um, it is. Look, I mean, he's he's looking up. Um, mm, yeah, that's true. Yeah, like, I mean, just the door itself towers above Rich or not Richie, uh, Tom. Well, so, Cochran. so does uh, so does Kingpin. Well, Kingpin towers above everybody, he, except for maybe the Hulk. Uh, he might be he might be just as big as the Hulk, at least as far as this uh, page nineteen is concerned. He's a he's mm. a large man. He is he's a very large man. So he does enter. He enters Kingpin's office. He says, sorry, I'm late, sir. I was getting ready uh, for bed when you called. And he says, you know why you're here, Tom? He's like, yes, of course. I, I, I know exactly why I'm here. It's because of Spider-Man. Yep. And he's like, so you know yeah, what? And, I- it, yeah, and, 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 and King misses. Unfortunately, he says it was my fault. Uh, Richie or Tom says it was my fault. I didn't take him into account. This is all me. Yeah, exactly. And then you see Richie. Excuse me, I keep saying like Richie. You keep saying Tom. You finally see Tom. He pulls the gun out of the back of his belt. Yeah, he's behind Kingpin as well. It looks like he's getting yeah. ready to take aim at the back of his head yep. when he hands him the says, gun. You took that from Richie, and he says, yes, sir. After what happened this in, with his Chinatown sale, well, I figured that was why you sent him and not Brian. Yeah, he's in the car. I shot him in the head. He's yep. as responsible as ever. And the only thing that Tom asks of the Kingpin is simply that when he does this, when he kills Tom, when he takes Tom out to leave his family alone, leave Shelly alone, leave his kids alone. Yeah, yeah. And Kingpin being a man of honor. Kingpin doesn't um, tell him yes. He doesn't tell him yes at this point. I was like, there's this. To the front of the desk, and then he tells him, hey, the story is when I fired you, um, you, snapped. you snapped, you killed Richie downstairs, you came in here and tried to kill me, and I defended myself, and that's how you're going to die. Yes. And and Tom says, I understand. And then he gives him the, then he gives him the order to attack. Yep, and and Tom fires three shots, uh, missing the missing Kingpin on purpose. You know, I think mm-hmm. he hits him in, maybe in the arm. And uh, he certainly shoots through his sleeve at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So Kingpin launches over the desk, grabbing Tom by his throat. He says, "Don't worry about Shelley and the boys. I'll be responsible too." And he, you know, breaks Tom's neck. Mm-hmm. Uh, tosses him to the ground. Gives uh, gives somebody a call. And he simply says, leave the Cochran family alone. They're done. They're done. And the story ends with just a close-up image of Tom dead on the ground and a pool of blood. Pool of blood, yep. And, and uh, boy, that's the end of that story. Boy, what a good comic. Almost no Spider-Man at all. There's a lot of these web, uh, tangled web tangled, stories yeah. that don't feature a lot of Spider-Man. If any Spider-Man, sometimes he's only referred to by name. Some, mm. Sometimes the, the only reference to him is a, a sticky note that says, from your friendly neighborhood, <laughs> courtesy of your friendly neighborhood, Spider-Man. Yeah, um, Spider-Man. God, it's, it's, it's so good. It's understated. It's, it's a very simple story. But I, I, like I said earlier in the podcast, I think this would make for an excellent episode of TV. It's, it's, it's great drama. Yeah, if you were doing an anthology. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, again, I, I, I like that the story like this can be told in this universe without really having to involve any superpowers or any superheroes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I just, I, I I got a real good kick out of it. I liked it a lot. Um, man, just, it's so good. I I mean, I'm, I'm already ready to, uh, to rank it. If, if you are, or if if there's, if there's anything that you'd like to say about it as well, before we do that. No, no. I, like I said, I, I, I really enjoyed it. It's such an easy, uh, easy breezy read. Um, I like I said, I really, I really liked it. I really did. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna jump into stones. Then, um, I'm, I'm giving it the power stone uh, for Kingpin alone. The, the, the power he has over all of his subordinates. I mean, both psychologically and like just physically. Of course, Kingpin is a gigantic man. He killed Tom. With one hand, um, so I'm definitely giving the power stone just for that. Um, reality stone, of course. Uh, I was thoroughly invested in, in Tom's life. What little we got to see of it before he died, uh, I really would like to see more more stories with that character. I think I, I think it would uh, 
it would be really interesting. Uh, especially since he's dead. Especially since he's dead. Yeah, give me like a dead man series with Tom. Yeah. Um, of course, I'm giving it the Mind Stone. I think the writing is incredible. But on top of the writing, again, Eduardo uh, Rizzo or Riso R I S S O. Um, his art is fantastic, and I, I said it earlier. I Rizzo the Wet is that who drew this? I guess so. Wow. I know, right? Um, Isn't it Rizzo the Red? I think it's Rizzo. Rizzo is a red. He's from yeah. the Muppets. Or the, yeah. yeah, Muppets. Yeah. Um, but just the, the use of shadows, uh, the use of, you know, blacks in general, uh, I think they really they really set the stage for how you're supposed to interpret the way Tom is feeling, the way his wife is feeling. You know, it sets the mood when he walks in to, uh, <laughs> to Kingpin's office. Almost everything is pitch black. The only the only light in there is red. So and it's just his face is in all shadow. It's it's fantastic. I, I really love the art. Um and it's super quick read, so of course it's getting in the time stone. Like what about the space stone? I'm not giving it the space stone. Okay. Um we we didn't really go to that many distinct locations. We went nope. to we went to we were at Tom's house and then we were at Kingpin's uh penthouse. Which was nice. It was it was cool. So like, yeah, he's got a nice penthouse. I guess technically we drove through all of Manhattan. <laughs> but I'm I'm okay. I don't think it gets the space zone for that. Um and then I'm going to give it the soul stone. Um I I was completely sucked into the emotions that the characters had, whether it was Tom's the the anger from Tom's wife, Shelly, or mm-hmm. Tom's res Tom's resignation or and the the dignity in which he approached his own death. You know, <laughs> I just I, I really dug it uh, and Kingpin, you know, honoring uh, Tom's one and only last request. Kingpin, yeah, yeah, even in killing somebody, the way that it tricks you into being like, oh, Kingpin actually did a good thing. Like, no, he didn't. He just killed a guy. <laughs> but it made me feel like, oh, Kingpin's not that bad. <laughs> While reading it, so yeah, I'm definitely giving it the Soul Stone. So. Basically, I'm gi- I'm giving it five out of six. The only one I'm not giving it this is the Space Stone. I okay. I adored this comic. I I thought it was good. I would I am not going to give it the Power Stone, of course, because there's really no powers on display. Sure. Um, I I hear what you're saying with with the Kingpin, and sure that makes that 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 makes some sense to me. But I'm going to hold back the Power Stone on this. It's one. thematic power, um, as far as I'm in. in well, no, 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 no I, what you say makes sense, and that and I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna going to try to talk you out of um your Power Stone. Because uh, I think for you that that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I just it just doesn't reach the level of the level of a power stone. Sure. Um, I am definitely going to give the reality stone. You're definitely drawn into the comic. Um, you're definitely drawn into the story. Um, you know, and and every like I said, every page tells a different tells a complete story. If you just wanted to read it, that one page. Um, it's very good. Definitely, definitely read that. And, and because of that, I also am giving it the mind stone. Um, okay. So it's definitely reality stone mindset. I'm not going to give the space stone. Like you said, they don't really go anywhere. Um, you know, they stay within the three blocks of, of, of New York that we all know exist. Um, time stone. Fuck. Yeah. It's a quick read. Um, I mean, like I said, you can read this one in six minutes in, 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 you know, flat. I mean, easy, easy, you know. easy. Um, so for sure. Soul stone. That's the one I was tripping over. I don't know. I don't think it gave me the feels. I I I had to look at it. I had to look at it a little bit more abstractly myself for that one. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, did it convince me of the emotions that the characters were feeling? It gets close, and and Tom and and the way Tom approaches his death um, is. You know what I'm gonna do. I'm huh. gonna give it a half a soul stone. So okay. I'm gonna give it three and a half stones. That's not bad. No. That's no, it's not. I mean, I don't know what eight, happens. Eight and What's... a half stones. Yeah, that's which is, you know, hey, that's you could take care of the universe with that. You really only need like two. You, well, I mean, supposedly you need Th- six. But... Thanos was pretty uh unbeatable with two. But Thanos was pretty unbeatable with no stones, so Yeah, that's true. But he... <laughs> Like once once he had one of it's, them, Thanos and the Black Order were were the like ah oh, we got this don't yeah. don't worry you know but like once once he had just one of them, he was like all right you already I'm basically taking, can't I'm touch taking him. out yeah I'm taking out all the Asgardians, um, so he whooped their ass, he whooped their ass, whooped their ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay, so five stones from me and then three and a half from you. We don't really know what half a stone is necessarily, but uh, it's it's half a stone. I don't, I don't, it's half a stone, so take it or leave it. I don't care. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Everybody, what did you rate it? Yeah, let us know what you rated. Yeah. Let us know if you read this and if you enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Panelsurfing at gmail.com or what's the... Uh, Panelsurfing the, the, pod on Instagram. Yeah, see? Yeah, um, let us know. Just let us know. Tell us how, what you think of of uh, of the Kingpin or, or anything. Um, yeah, I just, anything really. I, honestly, anything. What do you think? Of, what do you think of Kenner toys? I mean, yeah. I, I love Kenner toys. I mean, when they did the Spider, the, excuse me, the Star Wars toys back in the seventies, dude, that made my childhood. So didn't they um, Kenner toys, which is now owned by Hasbro. Um, Hasbro? You know, but but that's it's fine. It's still they still have their 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 imprint. Well, I'll say, didn't Kenner toys also do the Secret Wars toys? Uh, that maybe. No, no, I no, no, no. That... Hasbro, weren't they? Or they might have been Mattel. No, weren't Mattel. <sighs> no, they just recently. I'm, I'm, I'm mixing some stuff up. So, uh, Jesse Falcon, when he was on an episode of um, Screw, we're just going to talk about comics. Was talking about mm-hmm. how they recently, because they own Kenner now, they did a a launch of. Uh, Secret Wars toys in the style of Kenner action figures recently within the last like five years, I think, because they're like, oh, it's like a what if, but with toys. Okay, okay. So I was was mixing that up a little bit. Yeah, I want to say you're you're right. It was just like. It was either Hasbro or Mattel who did this. Yeah, it was somebody it was I can't remember. It was DC had come out with some toys and then. I don't, it's it's a, because everybody knows and i mean and i mean everybody knows this is common knowledge everybody in the world knows this i mean even people that are that are in, you know in egypt and have never even read a comic they know that the secret wars was just a toy commercial yeah it was something that i think i think it was hasbro came to marvel and said we want to have a toy line of your your characters and you need to come up with a story a storyline for them and yes. that, that's where Secret 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 Wars came from. Yep, uh, everybody knows that. That's I mean, I mean, I know Stephanie and I have talked about this numerous times. She's like, "Can you believe they did this?" And blah, blah. and I'm like, "Yeah, I know, <laughs> it's crazy." Yes, uh, and it, and it was Mattel. It was Mattel. Okay, it was Mattel. At least according to a very quick Google search. Um, but yeah, I mean, also okay. if I if I can, put, I used to have a bunch of those toys back in the day. Yeah, I remember the Spider Man specifically. Hmm. Uh, you had well, like, by the time you came around, they were also faded, and you know, it was like yeah, but you had like, a, you had a you had a bunch of that Spider Man, and I want the red Spider Man. I don't think you had the black one, um, at least not not that I ever saw. And then I think you had no, I, didn't I think you might have had the, black the, the Doc yeah. Ock as well. That seems pretty familiar. I did have the Doc Ock. Well, I've still got the Doc Ock in the box back you behind might, me. You might have had the Baron Zemo because that seems very familiar. Mm, I don't it know. Seems I know what... so familiar to me. I know I had I had Cap, I had Iron Man, I had um, Spider Man, Wolverine. I don't know if I had Wolverine or not. Wolverine. Well, I can buy all of them for nine dollars and ninety cents. Mm, no, that's a pretty good deal. That's a very good deal. I would do it if I were you. I might. Right. <laughs> I just, I just might. <laughs> you know, this is like the shortest of all the podcasts we've ever done. We're under an hour. We are under an hour. We're, yeah. Well, you know. It's a it's a short it's a quick read, um, yeah. and you know I get a feeling like whatever we're gonna talk about next week is probably gonna be a really long episode. So uh, it's probably gonna be a little bit longer. Yes. Yeah. So I was kind of <laughs> aiming for something that would be a little bit shorter. Okay. So everybody, next week, um, <laughs> stick with us because we're going back into crisis mode. Yeah. Um, Full on crisis mode. I, the, the podcast we're, we're under duress. Uh, we're in, we're having a crisis, and so next week we're gonna be covering Justice League America. Um, 21 and 22 from 1963, uh, written written by guess who? Gardner Fox. Oh, that's crazy. Um, yeah. So it's Justice League of America 21 and 22, Crisis on Earth One and Crisis on Earth Two. Oh. Um, too many. Yeah, too many is, crises. It's it's gonna it's gonna. It's Could you imagine if there were more than two soon. worlds though? Oh. I can't imagine there being more. This this is probably the the. The, the, the maximum amount, the maximum amount of crisis you can have on on all the different planets. So it's, it's probably it's just it's it's Earth one and Earth two. That's it. That's there will never be another Earth. Don't worry about it, everybody. God, thank God. Yeah. All right. Well, I think I might maybe be. I you might. Get to JLA twenty eight. Maybe I, I might. What? 
<laughs> I'm just saying, you know. We'll see. We'll see. Oh no. Well, and don't even think about J- JLA 107. Well, that's that's so long from now. I know, and then of course there's JLA 135. I don't, it's like you have a list or something. Uh you know, I just have a good memory. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, clearly you do. Yeah, got them all memorized. But uh, yeah, so I think that's, I think that's our episode. Again, I just wanna, I wanna repeat. Uh, you know, if you if you like this issue, or if you have an issue pertaining to Spider-Man that doesn't feature Spider-Man <laughs> that you really like for whatever reason, mm-hmm. let let us know. Write us at our email. Again, it's panelsurfing at gmail.com. Or you can reach out to us on Instagram, panelsurfingpod on Instagram. Uh, we would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear what your opinions on this comic and any Spider-Man comic or anything that we do. Um, we'd love to hear your opinion, even if it's negative, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, but go send it. I don't care. Yeah, do it. I'll read it and, and you know, I'll reply to you and, and uh, um, I'll be I'll be I'll be kind to you, even if you're not kind to us. Yes, because I'm a kind person. Brandon knows that. I, I've He's never so kind. <laughs> I've never been rude to a single person in my life. Never. Mm-mm. But um, I think that does it. I think that does it for us. And, you know, nice Kumbaya, sh- my lord. Kumbaya. Oh, lord. Kumbaya. Became Everybody, cur- thanks became- for listening to to, <laughs> to us uh, ramble on for for an hour about uh, for a a five minute comic book. Yeah, um, it was good though. Um, and so uh, we look forward to talking to you next week, or seeing you next week, or you know whatever um, for JLA twenty one and twenty two. Sounds good. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Thanks everybody. Bye. Bye.